0: Get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Super Super Secret Girls Club, Super Secret
1: Girls Club, Super Secret Girls Club. Woo. my favorite part. It does so. not get old. Welcome <laughs> to the. does not get old at all. I'm Super
2: Secret Girls Club. And today we got Bree, Sarah, Marchetto. Woo. Hey, 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 Big Daddy Pump. All right, rest of the show is you guys now. Go for it. All
0: right. It. Thank, Thank you. you. for the voice of God, Chris. Beautiful. Beautiful. Jinxan, Anyone remember that? Cool. Well, folks, thanks for joining us this morning. We're here. We're going to talk about more gay shit. We're here. We're queer. Get over it. (laughs) But specifically today, we're kind of going over some fun things, some maybe not so fun things about LGBTQ plus representation, some of our favorite heroes, some of our favorite characters, um, some folks we wish we had a bit more mm-hmm. representation of mm-hmm. um, over the years. So we're gonna just dive into it.
1: Right on. Is everyone
0: ready? Are you stoked? mm mm-hmm. you ready to yeah.
1: talk about gay characters mm-hmm. in the media? All my depression during my teenage years has built me for this moment. Precisely, <laughs> precisely.
0: Yeah, depression in the teenage years will become a theme at some point probably. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I wanted to just kind of kick us off with a little bit of A very, very simple, very brief um, history timeline of queer representation in like modern media. So kind of typical Hollywood stuff Mm -hmm. where um, a lot of the things that we see today in the media queer representation-wise come from some of these tropes in our history. So things like... For those that don't know, the Hayes code, which um, the
3: Hayes code,
0: so the Hayes code is why we saw um, queer coded things back in the day mm-hmm. because you couldn't um, actively portray
3: mm-hmm.
0: queer um, behavior, um, queer people, that- relationships. It yeah, it couldn't be acknowledged as good. They were just roommates. Yeah, it was. They were just <laughs> friends or. Um, That's why all of the Disney villains from um, early Disney animation and into the 90s are all very queer-coded, some more Mm -hmm. directly so, like Ursula, but even like um, Scar is very queer-coded, Jafar, super Um, queer-coded. But like one of the original ones that's super queer-coded is the evil queen from Snow White. Um, so that is where it's like, really, in the, yeah. Hayes Code. She is like, um, she's jealous of someone's like, very uh, intense femininity, which um, is a trope for many like lesbians at the time that they were not very feminine. And um, she lives alone. She um, is in a powerful position that most men would be in. She's, everyone hates her for it. Exactly, and she's <laughs> evil. Um, but she's like. But also very queer coded in like just the way she carries herself. The way hey, she the like flows through that castle with that, castle with that just
1: going around. Chance. Like she has and her own place, in. honestly. Uh, Sounds snarky best amazing. friend. Snarky best friend. Yes. The mirror yeah. is okay. her like yes. snarky best very friend. That. I, that I did not realize because I was thinking well, the first thing when you said Haze Code, and the, it always pops in my mind was Kim from the Powerpuff Girls. Because that was my queen for a while. So
0: that's what happened was because of the Haze Code, which was like really in the 1930s, we started to get these tropes of villains and so in some of the media that we consumed in the 90s and early 2000s that's why you see characters like that because they're like oh yeah remember how like gay disney villains were how fun was that and because the queer community tended to resonate with it because it was campy as all get out and it was looks on looks on looks yeah. and not that all uh, queer people are campy, Facts. but they are the largest consumers of camp type content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why you see someone like him, that's you also see like drag performers doing that. But
1: um, what was that one demon was it cat and dog too? I think so. I'm he not like I'm that not super round, familiar. But.
2: You're thinking
1: of cow, and chicken. cow and
0: chicken. Cow and chicken. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I will. I will get to Nickelodeon, and Cartoon Network in a minute. So I've got a bone to pick with some of these networks. Okay, tell a Professor Sarah. Um, but so, <laughs> so some of the things that I just like wanted to highlight in some of the like pop culture timelines is some of the like first queer kisses we started to see on television in the '90s. Some of the characters that we started to see actively portraying queer people. Let me see if I can find the one that I really wanted. Some of the earlier ones, um, obviously there was some tricky stuff in the 70s and 80s because of the AIDS crisis, so people were really hesitant to portray queer characters in media at all, and they were vilified in many, many ways. Also, um, for a lot of places, it was still illegal to be a queer person Mm -hmm. at those times. So... Not it's only do you have things like the Hays Code, yeah, in the U.S. and across the world, like there were many places you could not be a queer person still can. without going to jail. Do we know so why it's named
3: Hays oh
0: Code? Um, it was like William H. Hayes was mm-hmm. the person that pushed it forward, and um, it spur- was he gay? Because <laughs> no, it sounds like he was gay. No, well, who knows? He was a Jesuit and a Catholic, so. Give it up for the Catholic Church
1: yet again. That is really mean anything.
0: like want it for the queer community.
1: There's still about like over 70 countries that you will be beheaded yeah. for being gay yeah. currently. It's true. So that is, yeah. That is correct. Mm. Mm. Religion. Not, not this one. Okay.
2: Not this one. No. That was very confusing.
0: Yeah, not, not this particular one. But so I just wanted to talk about like some of these. Like in the 70s, we had like some TV movies where we had. Um, this, that certain summer, November 1972, Martin Sheen, who many people are familiar with, and Hal Holbrook were both big name stars that played male lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the first movies to deal with the subject of homosexuality sympathetically, mm-hmm. um, which, progress, okay? We started to see some of those types of roles come into play. We started to see more TV Representation, more movie representation, um, but all very like, okay, they're a couple, but we don't really talk about it. Or mm-hmm. yes, maybe they're a queer person, but you don't ever actually see them being queer or doing queer things. Um, very downplayed um, to their actual identity. Um, we start to see more in the 90s, um, Oh, one of my favorites on this uh, timeline that I have is an IKEA ad that ran in nineteen ninety four that was showing two men shopping for furniture together. And this was the first T V commercial ever featuring an ordinary gay couple.
3: Was it in in the US or I think
0: it was in the US, yeah. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Ninety four which is yeah, nineteen ninety four. Amazing.
1: That's cool. I think my parents met in that year. <laughs> no there
0: was I was un baby. At the time But so many of those Moments growing up Like again in the 90s One of the first um, Like on screen male kisses Like on the show Will and Grace That was a huge yes, deal It was a massive deal um, But then Like after the 90s We kind of didn't see as much Like especially after What happened to um, Ellen DeGeneres When yeah. she came out on her show And um than was just blackballed by the industry. Immediately. So one of the things that we have seen, though, over the years is a lot of straight actors playing queer characters mm-hmm. um, and being um, lauded for it, mm-hmm. while people that are actually queer come out and are then vilified and blackballed in the industry for it. So mm-hmm. I, my like question while we're kind of talking about like the history and growing representation is... Um, How do we feel about um, straight actors playing queer characters? How do we, um, at least in today's time, should we have more queer people playing queer characters? Or is there room for both? I mean,
1: there's always been room for both. If we really want to put Mm -hmm. it into that perspective. I find it odd if it's not a role that it's not inherently making predatory or demonizing because mm-hmm. truly people um, being people being predatory does not stop at sexualizing um, at your sexuality regardless mm-hmm. of sexuality if you trash you trash and that is unfortunately mm-hmm. the rules mm-hmm. um it is off putting when it's like oh like uh, seeing like a straight guy play a trans woman mm-hmm. and it's like that's not no all of it just feels yeah. wrong however one thing that i do love is Neil Patrick Harris playing so many straight characters, yeah, it makes yeah. me love him so the much. The
0: other
1: way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, I'm like, there Turn are so it on many people dime. to this day that do not know that he is a gay man and a wonderful father to his children. Yeah. I love him so much, very well no trained. Idea. Um, even in what was the, oh, I just saw him in um, when Gone Girl because I never watched it properly and I mm-hmm. blew my mind. I said Neil Patrick Harris is in this, and Josh yeah. was like, yeah and i was like oh, and then he like well i'm not gonna spoil it but i was mm-hmm. like oh my gosh it was so good he played like such a good psychopath like i enjoyed it a lot mm-hmm. what
2: about so, you marquetta so uh, quest- on them, uh desk, y'all, oh,
1: oh sorry
3: sorry about that like my bad. question about chris creek is mm-hmm, uh dan levi is he he is a queer person i don't know um, is he pansexual it, because he something was something like that he yeah. was a pansexual character in mm-hmm. the show, Correct. but f- I think that I've read that he was not uh, that he's like not pansexual in real you life. I don't, I don't know if he, if me. he identifies as pansexual in real life or
0: just um, a like a gay man. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, I I
3: could not tell you. Can Can you check, Chris?
0: Yeah, oh, Google
2: it.
3: Google it. Because um,
2: all right, Chris but is currently checking.
3: I, I think that it, it's about how it's done, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it can be, the representation obviously should be done as, as, as best as possible. So if you can find uh, an actor that is already, you know, yeah. a true representation of the character, mm-hmm. you should probably hire, yeah, that, hire that actor. You know, yeah, I don't. But sometimes it does work out and it's it, it, it works out just fine, just mm-hmm. like, uh, as you mentioned. Yeah. But, um, yeah,
0: I think there's a fine line. I think when you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, like sexuality, it's mm-hmm. more fluid. I think when you're talking about gender identity, I think it mm-hmm. absolutely needs to be someone of that. Um, population. I also mm-hmm. want to see. I met. I saw in the comments when someone noticed my disdain for Nickelodeon talking about we are that getting That is, there. we, will, we get will get there. there. <laughs> Let me tell you, this podcast is mostly an excuse for me to talk about Chorosami. Okay,
1: um, <laughs> but truly, with that, to be honest, and it's when it comes to sexuality and showing the, a person of that sexuality, my biggest thing and the only reason I'm not being like, make sure someone of that sexuality is there. It's more so. Um, An actor's an actor, and for that, an actor being for both genders, um, or all the genders. And I don't mind that if it is a good writing. The main thing that my my gripe would be is it poor writing. Is yeah. this are you using this like as a weapon? Is this his most defining character? Because I love a good superhero mm-hmm. story when they go home and you find out this is just their partner. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. However, I like the
3: normalization of it. Exactly yeah.
1: that. Um, yeah. However, when it becomes to essentially gender identity, I'm like, hey, So you already know where uh, that's very uh, underrepresented, and we need. We need that representation for that. I don't need to see that unless it's like um, a good two Fu. Mm -hmm. I Uh, love, I love that movie. I love that movie because they just did it correctly and no one made it weird.
0: Yes, Yes. and what's next? I
1: I have no idea. Okay,
0: (gasps) this is okay. Thank you. This is some. This is some queer history you should know about. So. To Wang Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, is a um, somewhat problematic but also a delightful film that I watched as a child. Um, where Patrick Swayze, mm-hmm. Wesley, Snipes, Wesley Snipes, and I cannot remember the other actor's name. He's been in a show. Which- Thank you. Who is yes, the most awesome beautiful piece.
1: drag queen? Yeah,
0: this they all play drag queens um, <laughs> that go on this journey because they win a drag competition and they're going across the country to compete in the like finals of this drag competition. That's awesome. um, but they decide to rent a car or buy a car to go there. Big mistake. They buy one that's more flashy just for style than it's actually going to get them there. They get to the middle of nowhere, car breaks down, and they're in a small town that desperately needs an uplift. Mm-hmm. It does. The people just need it. Um, <laughs> uh, problem is, um, this, this town has been stuck in their ways for so long. Mm-hmm. They're They've very got homophobic. homophobia, They've got some abuse. They, and the women in this town, they really need a feminine touch. From the drag queens that show mm-hmm. up to bring them up there and they do they turn this town around That's um, awesome. <laughs> they get people out of abusive situations they like get like cute little date situations they get this old lady that doesn't say any words to talk about movies and stuff it is a lovely film there are some uh, critiques of it in how they talk about gender just because it's like they're drag queens but then they never really get out of drag
1: um, but because they can't, because if they they came to the town as drag queens, if they find out that they're yeah. men, they're like we're gonna die here. So they stay yeah. and drag the entire time. Yeah. And one of them looks very, very femme, very, very fish. We would say, yeah, because if someone says you're fish, you look very feminine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he and he, there's a part where a local per, uh, gentleman falls in love with him, and then he was like, ah, yeah. I'm a queen, like, Ooh. and so like, and then so that's a good story, and I don't want to finish the ending, but it's a really good movie, mm-hmm. and I would love to watch you react to it.
0: But that being said, so that movie
1: came out, what,
0: in the 90s? And that was one of, like, a handful of movies that were, like, somewhat mainstream. So there's been more representation, like, in TV. Mm -hmm. But when we talk about, um, and that's what I kind of want to get into next, when we talk about, like, mainstream franchises, Mm -hmm. things like Disney and Marvel and channels like nickelodeon and cartoon network and all these places that create content that is Mm -hmm. a lot of people's formative experiences um there is still so much lacking and a lot of that comes from studios a lot of it comes from not having the right people in the writer's room um a lot of it comes from just we're used to so many queer tropes in media yeah. that they
3: continue. And I think that also goes to the <coughs> representation because yeah. it's not just about the actors playing whatever. Actors mm-hmm. are actors. It's their job to play whatever role they're in. I mean, yeah. it would be better if they were actually a true representation of the character. But mm-hmm. even if they're not, it's fine. It really is much more about how the character is written. Mm-hmm. So you really need representation in the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah.
1: about writing, cause unleash the crack in Sarah. Mm-hmm. Cause the bi queer the, the queer by experience is such cora. What it reading it, I <laughs> when I'm reading it, watching it, I felt mm-hmm. so seen. I was like, yes. And the fact that the biggest trope that I don't think people realize is a trope. It's honestly just the triangle that happens Mm -hmm. is meeting your girlfriend through your ex-boyfriend.
2: Oh, honestly.
1: Too real. (laughs) That was when they had that. I was like, ooh. (gasps) Ooh. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Very true. So one Mm -hmm. of the things I want to talk about in Kurosami is one of the like big examples that we're all pretty familiar with um, is This growing representation that we're seeing in this type of content. Um, But the way it has been handled, at least in recent years, um, is Mm. kind of limited. And um, my sort of like question is, is this progress or is it placation? Because, and the reason I ask that is because we're getting these little like um, snippets these little, like, blink and you miss it moments. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, in at least in American society and a lot of Western society now, it is more acceptable to be a queer person. It's no longer illegal in a lot of places. Um, it's more common to see those types of characters in TV mm-hmm. and um, in your everyday lives. People feel more comfortable coming out and talking about their queerness. Um, But there is still a lot of hesitation to have honest queer Mm storylines in like superhero type content.
1: Um, Are you shocked? What do do we think? No, because really, because the biggest thing. Remember in Star Trek when they had the first interracial kiss and people were sending death threats to the studio. Exactly. I feel like it's just the same pace, and now it's more since we have people mm-hmm. realize 1st their buying power and chosen mm-hmm. families or something things and so much easier access to therapy to realize hey just t- cut out these toxic people when people try to buck at studios yeah. you have also have a whole overwhelm of support of being like no yes i need this mm-hmm. i'm so happy my kids can go and see um two moms as they have mm-hmm. two moms in a cartoon mm-hmm. or two yeah. fathers or a blended family and yeah or having co-parenting step parents like, like love the dads
0: and Shira. Yeah. Mm, they're so cute. I love that show.
1: And it doesn't need to be it's overwhelming. I feel like people... The straight agenda is very strong and mm. people who have not seen it before any hint of it they're like they're shoving it down our throats and really it's not even it's that not, widely it's spread not you have to hunt for just, it it's just
3: you have never you haven't seen it before and now you mm-hmm. feel like you're forced to watch it yes but all you are supposed to do is just reckon with the existence of these people
1: yeah and like you just have to accept that yeah. they yeah. exist they're here <laughs> in suburbia yes there's two and moms not leaving. yes there's two dads yeah, yeah. and they're just parents There, yeah. is it that's the full stop of it. And even just not parenting, mm-hmm. they're just they're people dating and this mm-hmm. is the person that they're dating. It's not yeah. even
0: Well, and do. I think what's happening with a lot of these moments. So specifically what happened with Korosami because I will keep coming back to that yeah. is Rep them. so the writers had good intentions. They were building up that relationship to become a romantic relationship and you can see it throughout that last season of the show mm-hmm. now that the comics have come out they've like fully confirmed it but when this show was originally airing on nickelodeon mm-hmm. um they were building it up and so anyone that maybe comes from that experience could see those moments to be like yes absolutely like this is like, they're going to be a couple. I can see that. They're writing letters. Like, this is sapphic Oh, A-F. my God, like, yes. We know this is happening. But then we get to the finale of that season, and they're walking away together. Like, spoilers to anyone that hasn't seen it. But um, everyone that kind of knew that they were becoming a couple assumed that they would, like, fully embrace and mm-hmm. kiss at some point, And they walk away holding hands. What happened was they were supposed to kiss. But... Months before that, Disney had released, I can't remember what the name of it was, maybe someone in the comments can tell us, but there was another animated show or movie that came out that included a gay kiss between two characters, and Disney was just, like, this is not the right word to use, but railed with homophobia (laughs) um, to the point that they backtracked quite a bit. Nickelodeon producers in the studio found out about it, and made them edit the ending. Made them cut it because they were concerned about getting like complaints to the nth degree. That's fucked up. Um, and so they did not continue moving it forward. I'm hoping that... With the new Avatar Studios, they've learned that like mm-hmm. you can actually have these. So they tell all of these queer storylines in the comics now and in the books. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe we see that in some of the new shows
1: coming out. We're not getting it from the live action. Sorry, guys. Do you think um, it's weird that like Nickelodeon's so pro-Pride, though? And it, may- it was so awkward. Oh, well, yeah, because like, it's Ew. marketable
0: now. So yes. that's why you see yeah. all these big yep. companies that during June they have they change all their social media profiles they like like Disney Plus has like queer stories and whatnot like um, everywhere on there but they don't really follow through like they won't confirm that like Luca is like a queer allegory even though it it is but like (laughs) argue as you will like yes friendship but like okay Um, but they won't ever confirm anything like that regardless of what the writer's intentions were like they don't Um, they do not care. And I think um, one of the things that um, I mentioned is those blink-and-you-miss-it moments. And when we're talking about studios, editing things... And the difference between progress and placation, um, specifically like those moments—the lesbian kiss at the end of um, the last Star Wars, the like gay male couple walking together in Star Trek, the the lesbian like Amazons from Wonder Woman, like when the one dies and she like wails over her—like the queer lady community was like, oh, they're a couple, and she just lost her lover. Like but that's were what they everyone interpreted. That's the thing. I, was, I, I thought they I were will, just friends. Well, I will get into that in a moment because that's another. <laughs> Issue, But I think with some of those moments like The Lesbian Kiss and The Couple, big studios know that when they move those movies to different countries where it's not acceptable, they can pull that clip out really yeah. easily or they can and they switch do. it with a different shot. And they do. They did that with The Lesbian Kiss in Singapore. They removed it. From theaters, mm-hmm. so they didn't see that part of the film. And I think they do it so that they can continue to be marketable in places that continue to perpetuate homophobia mm-hmm. while they can placate audiences elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And it is so that's why some of these big places, I'm like, it's not really progress, it is just placation because you can make some of it marketable. You can give us this like little crumble.
1: And you should be happy with that. You should be satisfied. This is uh, getting ahead, but the reason why I died laughing is reading your notes. It says, Turf and Chief. Oh, yeah. Well, JK yeah,
0: OK, so again, talking about some um, characters that maybe were interpreted as queer, but were not canonically queer, or like we don't talk about mm-hmm. their relationships, but they have some traits that viewers or readers Can't think maybe all. there's mm-hmm. there's something here. Um, and then we've had some instances um, like TURF and Chief J.K. Rowling retroactively <laughs> confirming that a character is gay when they had no intention of making them that way. Sarah, in the could story you please line. explain
2: what TURFs are for all of us straights? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: a TURF is um, a transphobic. Very yeah. radical feminist. All I hear is just yeah,
1: transphobic. Ass. So
0: many. Um, <laughs> it's it's a lot of uh, transphobic um, older white ladies, honestly. Um, but like, I and, love the gays.
1: But this, and then it's it any butt
0: turf? Well, and they also have this like very problematic view that trans women are not women, and that and that yeah. trans women are actively. Um, harming mm. the feminist movement and predatory um by taking away like natural womanhood and it's incredibly problematic, it's incredibly hurtful. Yeah. And JK Rowling doubles down on it all the time. All the mm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, just We've, recently we. she did on Twitter. It's like, get off Twitter, JK. Like you're Yo. you're not you're not helping yourself. Baby. Yeah. Uh,
3: um this reminds me of the mm. like the bathroom discussions in, yeah. in schools and how how everybody's worried that a me- "end quote" man uh, is going to see someone's vagina? Like I've never seen a vagina in the bathroom. There's no. doors. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's but there's stalls over there's here. There's yeah. privacy. And also, they're not going that high. Don't understand. <laughs> Why do people Who think cares? They're so special That's what really Throws me off yeah. Especially about yeah. Americans I'm like hey We can just accept That you're not special enough No one's gonna go no. And go over the river And through the woods Trying to see you pee There's porn categories For that I'm not gonna go And try to hunt In a bathroom Though predators are real It's just so yeah. irritating That one of the, It's there And one of my Close friends <laughs> um, She was I do oh, <laughs> body parts <laughs> <laughs> Recently <laughs> transitioned And then that was Like literally um, Our school Since they already Have unisex um, bathrooms mm. Literally no one cared Like yeah. it was just yeah so smooth it was beautiful they're like oh bet okay yeah still going to the bathroom together like it was no big deal no one nothing had happened Mm -hmm. um that has been reported on our campus because it was very much like i'm here to pee you're here to pee Mm -hmm. we're here to pee let's go
0: yeah but i do want to talk about some of the the good things we are seeing in queer representation there are some really great shows and really great characters and storylines that um have started to come out in the last like honestly like five-ish years or so um and we're starting to get some of more representation in some of those bigger franchises like confirmed bisexual loki like sent me oh my gosh which one's bisexual is it just all of him they're all so that's that's the thing too i will say about some of these like studios that from uh comics as their material like the mcu like um let me tell you marvel comics are so so gay oh my gosh they're so gay like in the best way it's amazing Loki's also confirmed gender fluid. exactly so that's why it's like easy to have a loki variant that is sylvie mm-hmm. like well, oh okay. yeah. go, because he's supposed to change change but like whatever because I don't think they're he's... literally shape-shifting it's whatever uh feels right in the moment so there are moments in the comics that a female presenting loki walks into odin and odin's like sup loki like no one cares
1: they're just like this makes sense oh i'm, I'm digging it my little thing is i don't think loki's bisexual i think he just wants to have sex with himself and i'm not against that but like the only time we see him actually be like I like someone is himself, and am I am I mad? No. Yeah. But <laughs> does that?
0: Mean I don't know. To but there was that moment Loki?
1: between.
0: I mean, Tom Hiddleston and uh, Owen Wilson.
1: There's oh, some tension God. there. That hug. I could. I could see. I'm that. pushing it. I am. Um, but. <laughs> I don't know. I could see them like having like him wanting to spankle people. But the only time we've seen Loki a have a partial romance. boner was for himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, is I don't think it's cheating if you have coitus with yourself. Yeah. But does. it... <laughs>
0: But my, I am <laughs> curious what people think, though, because so much of the source material is uh, very gay. Do we think we're going to get more queer storylines in stage four? Like, we're getting a multiverse. Give us a gay couple, you know? Like, oh. you can break a sacred timeline. You can do all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, live yeah. your truth. What are your thoughts? Anybody, do you
1: think? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought, um, I thought they tried to make Captain Marvel gay. It was, like, very heavy-handed. Again,
0: queer-coded. So mm-hmm. like, that, um, we get so many moments like that where the communities, like, folks that understand or have, like, felt those feelings are like, that is a queer relationship for sure. They were, like, raising a family together. But then there are other people watching it that are like, no, they're just really good friends. But then we never get any sort of confirmation, mm-hmm. Um And one thing I had earlier in my notes that I do want to mention is, um, like, we see so many queer-coded characters, and we see that because so many queer people grew up starved for representation of any kind that like we have to create it in the subtleties of character mm-hmm. traits and dialogue and interactions mm-hmm. like in the way someone looked a little longingly at someone we're like gay mm-hmm. like yeah. um,
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know I don't care what you tell me Tony's I ship Tony Stark and Steve Rogers heart Ooh. Oh, that's America's yes. ass no. that is, and Tony. Oh, you knew oh you knew as soon as we saw I was like, oh, no, they... Mm-hmm, yep. I think Tony is just, like, too too, Unfortunately, he, Tony straight, is though. so scanned. Yeah. Are you really? I think that so. Yeah. There's some nights in Vegas Again. that he wouldn't enjoyed all of the allotments the humans have this to offer. This is the fun
0: thing about fictional characters mm-hmm. is that we can kind of choose our own adventures with mm-hmm. them. True. This is why fan True. fiction exists. So and good
3: fan is, fiction. So, I did want to come back a little bit to Kurosami mm-hmm. um, because Always. my experience with uh, watching the finale was extremely different mm-hmm. uh, from you two, probably mm-hmm. the rest of the world. Because um, I don't think I've seen Frozen before I saw Kurosami ending, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, for me as a straight person who has thoroughly enjoyed being a single woman, and mm-hmm. while all of my other friends were in relationships and like having kids and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I um, I saw you know Cora. Mm-hmm. Ending her relationship and then just developing a friendship mm-hmm. with um, Asami and then them leaving into the spirit world as like, yes, independent women doing it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. So actually I felt represented. And then uh, mm-hmm. when I found out that it was actually coded, um, you know, mm-hmm. queerness in then I was like, interesting, but I didn't see that at all. Yeah. And I think that now if I... I've only seen Cora once, I think if I went back and rewatched, watched um, I would probably see the hints yeah. that you guys were seeing, mm-hmm. but I personally didn't see them because I don't have the life experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so if they had ended that like they were intending to and they had kissed, um, I don't know what scene. I would do if I saw that yeah like my I was like it <laughs> would have been like a Ooh, we'll go back in the timeline remembering all of the moments you're like oh yeah. wait this yeah. was okay this Time was be more oh my gosh mm-hmm. that is also just like we're talking a lot about like uh queer um like women loving women type representation mm-hmm. um and that is sort of a commonality in the like Um, are they just friends? Or like, is this girl just being nice to me or is she flirting with me? Yeah. So having (laughs) that sort of interpretation of it, I think is actually really great representation. They really did a good job of being authentic to that kind of dynamic. Because what
1: what made me focus on, and understand what people wrote it off when she was like, um, everyone was mad that core wasn't sending anyone else letters. Yeah. And seeing how close she was to other people. She wasn't even sending her um anybody mm-hmm. from the Air Temple, nobody. It was just Asami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I understand that she doesn't have any many female friends. Um however that was the moment for me when I was like, mm-hmm. they're gonna date. Like yeah. that's it was yeah. the dating confirmed. Like this was yeah. would be a huge thing. That's, um, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it though because I think like a lot of relationships are supposed to bloom as such. Yeah. And so what I think mm-hmm. actually hinders a lot of representation for queer men is that Mm -hmm. friendships aren't shown for men in that same fashion. Like, you don't see the nurturing of each other. You don't see that, yes, with my female friends, yeah, we'll cuddle, Mm -hmm. and we know that this is comfort and platonic comfort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the discussion of that is just discussion. You're like, hey, we're chilling out. But then there's one thing that happens, you're like, hey, Mm -hmm. Are we feeling each other or are we friends? And then there is like, oh, we're friends. Okay, you bet. Okay, high five. Or it's like, oh, okay. Well, I am the gay. Are you also the gay? And then you just usurp and never leave each other's homes again.
0: Yeah, there is more um, leeway for women to um, sort of be affectionate in that way. And I think it's also just the way that um, many women, at least um, in our society, are raised to be more affectionate and um more communicative with each other and in, mm-hmm. in those ways um mm-hmm. but while we're talking about sort of the 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 male perspective that we are obviously so well versed in um but something that happens a lot is um people online shipping characters that are not either canonically gay or whatnot I like do that l- <laughs> which which we enjoy and they're like when they pull from those moments that the queer community is like oh that was a gay moment for sure um thinking of the falcon captain america and
1: the winter soldier um, oh yeah because that you know that yeah there was yeah. something that was done in the past because yeah. that makes no sense
0: well and so there there's some like discussion on People are like, oh yeah, Bucky Barnes, and like they have such a like potentially romantic type relationship. Mm-hmm. But then, because um, he wrote so hard for Bucky. Yes, but the actor I'm blanking on his name. Oh, uh, Stan right Sebastian. Now. No, no, no. The actor that plays um, Sam Wilson,
2: that oh. plays the Falcon. Oh, oh
0: Anthony
2: Mackie. Mackie. Yes, yes, correct.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh, blanking on his name right now. Love their he, relationship. Um, He came out and said um, that, like, their relationship is very platonic, like, as characters, and that, um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, um, like, we need to have space for um, platonic male Mm -hmm. relationships that are intimate like this. Where is the fine line between, um, like... Braving that representation mm-hmm. and like shipping them just like jokingly online or on Twitter and yeah. um, creating space for platonic male affection. Oh. Like, how, how do you think we, we balance those in our society? I think they did it really well for
1: them. To be mm-hmm. honest, I only like shipping them because I love fan fiction and like Steve Rogers yeah. and Bucky, oh, so good. The Tony Stark the, 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 um, and the Steve Rogers is such a good uh, ship, and the f- community has done so well. I'm producing <laughs> fanfiction for that, but truly, I think that was the best time, and especially um, when you even see Anthony Mackie and Stan Sebastian in so many press mm-hmm. junkets. And the reason they put them together is because they mm-hmm. have a wonderful relationship, and they've with- got good chemistry, platonic or not. You know, yeah, they do. And so it what, for their relationship, and I do enjoy that because you see Steve Rogers and uh, and Bucky re meet each other, and they go through some some traumatic things, and then they you see them blossom and talk through that. Mm -hmm. That was very well done. I do uh, love um, Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. I believe in the MCU they're not gay for each other, but like the that's America's ass. Like I love that because with you have some friends and you know that they're secure with each Mm -hmm. other. You can play like that, and it's not something. I know people who will get hot and heavy and like want to fight you, and you're like we're just friends, and everyone has butts, and I I can't like why can't you compliment your male friend on their physique? You're friends. You're supposed to help gas each other up. That's why you select each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh i think it's either we get shown like the male like mafia relationship of uh, we're, fr- we're we're family mm-hmm. and that's why we do and, uh, or italians and they're like oh this is what that's just what italians do you mm-hmm. don't typically see that in american media and i think they did a really good job for that because i enjoyed it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
3: um it i think my favorite um representation or portrayal of um a blooming gay relationship Mm -hmm. is from scam which is why i'm wearing (gasps) this t-shirt um i think that was so well done from like so there's this there's there's this Mm -hmm. gay character um who has real hard time coming out yeah um and he's coding he's basically trying to date his girl best friend yeah just so that people don't think that he's gay um um and then he moves from uh her to try and date this girl that um, his very boyish features his short hair um, and so he's kind of like trying to hang out with her and see if that's gonna do it for him but it's just not happening mm-hmm. and then he just kind of has to face the yeah. fact that he's gay and mm-hmm. he has to tell his friends and he like goes tell his best friend first and mm-hmm. it's just that was my favorite scene um, because yeah. it's such a normal conversation that they have.
0: They're like, yeah, cool, bro.
3: Uh, and he's just like, so you're like, you don't find me attractive? Like, I'm not attractive? Yeah, <laughs> they're like
0: joking. <laughs> Oh, that's it, it's such so a good funny. moment. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and then there's another one. Uh, uh, my second favorite moment that I love is when this character talks to another character who is very, very openly um, homosexual and... Mm-hmm. Um, he confronts him about like he yeah, was. You know. I'm gay, but I'm not that kind of gay. I'm not like you're gay. Yeah. you gay. Know? They're like, not like, I'm not kind. Yeah, yes. and and this guy just like roasts him. is like. It's because i'm flashy or like does, doesn't mean that i'm less than you yeah that, and because they're there's misogyny, this, like, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yes yeah, so they
3: explore they like really go into nuances of like yeah. what it's like to be gay what are the different uh like types mm. of like how how do you live your existence as being yeah. a gay a male
1: yes um it's
3: so well done I
1: think the biggest problem, especially with media, a lot when they put in, for a while, when they put in the gay character, they made him very hyper feminine. And that's not a bad thing. I feel like people's, anything is stereotypical. And anything mm-hmm. associated with women is viewed as lesser. So if yeah. you do any mannerisms that people would assume but that a woman feminine. would do, you're already seen as less than, which is very unfortunate and very strong mm-hmm. within the homosexual community. And also mm-hmm. with lesbians, because then there's the hyper femme, and they're like, oh, but yeah. are you gay? That You get called lugs, which is a lesbian until graduation, which is very annoying uh, yeah. to <laughs> have to then curse out your fellow countrymen mm-hmm. in a gay bar. Yeah. Um, it is. It's very. It's. It's just very unfortunate, and it's very it speaks to internalized misogyny. But I do appreciate that mm-hmm. people are starting to get with it. That gay is not a monolith. Yeah, and it's just a part of your. self your part of you. And I feel like people who try to say that like it's all oh, no, you guys are just so focused on sex and da 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 da. I'm like yes, mm-hmm. there are different mannerisms for the community that we held on to but mm-hmm. it is because people who have been in position who have never had to have their identity go against the grain of society. Mm-hmm. Oh are mind blown and hyper, I feel like they hyper fixate more on sexuality yeah. than we do, because we're just oh, trying to queer find other people. community is so people. over-sexualized mm-hmm. in general. Yes. Um,
0: but I like the point that you both made about that the queer community is not a monolith. Being a queer person in any of your varying identities is not a monolith. You can mm-hmm. have, you can fall under, you can be part of the alphabet mafia, whatever, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> You can be very different than many of the people that are in that community. And I think when we're talking about um, increasing LGBTQ plus representation, especially in mainstream media, there needs to be space to show the variety. So Mm -hmm. we see that platonic um, friendship can happen, but we also Mm -hmm. see that People that maybe aren't as stereotypically um, perceived as queer can have queer identities and happy and healthy, normal relationships like everyone else. And that it doesn't have to be like a huge talking point. It can just be part of your storyline. And it's just about being um, authentic and writing authentic Mm -hmm. characters that are real, whole people Mm -hmm. and Part of that wholeness is um, someone's queerness and their relationships to who they are with romantically and platonically. And Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we see um, more of that in mainstream media moving forward. Like we see it a lot more in TV. We see it a lot more in like indie films and... Bring Back Sense8.
2: All Bring of that. back! Like,
0: oh well, my God! Okay, that's another thing, though. <laughs> and um, you can Bring tell me sense. all about Sensei because that is another um, issue that we don't really have a whole lot of time to get into this morning. But um, we get these shows that have amazing representation that. Um, like on Netflix and other platforms like that that the queer community and even the um, rest of society really enjoy that are doing a good job Mm -hmm. and then we get a season or two and it's gone.
1: Mm. It's so irritating and I do... I do agree fully when you say that like, mm-hmm. just have people live their lives and showcase their sexuality is not all theirs. However, there is an aspect because you're part of the community, there is a within community. And of I course. do appreciate mm-hmm. shows that do do that. Yeah. Yes, I'm gay, but that also means I, sh- I jump through a very straight space and a very gay space. And I think mm-hmm. TikTok's hilarious for oh, showcasing, yeah. like, hanging out with your straight friends and it's like a cesspool. And then you're hanging out with your gay friends and everyone's like, yeah! Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Everyone's in glitter and you do what you want. And re- especially with Sense8, So uh, Josh and I, and hey, boo, I see you. What's up, baby? (laughs) How are you doing, Spidey? Um, We were watching Sense8, and there's a lot of sex scenes. And for me, I was just happy because I was like, finally. And they're not bad sex scenes. And I'm like, this is not a big deal for me. but It was good representation, but I can feel him becoming visibly uncomfortable. Mm. He's watching it to be like, I'm a good ally, Uh, which I do (laughs) appreciate. But shows like that, I feel very seen, and I enjoy how when Sense8 really showed how fluid these eight people are to each other. And then we did have, <gasps> there was a homophobic actor who's not in the second season and that's why they changed it. Did you know that? No, I, no. I have not watched the show. I will be oh my honest, God, I will gonna, be honest, I it, is like,
0: seen it. I just know that it didn't last.
1: It's sci-fi queerness <laughs> and you really should watch it because it's a really good show, but I do appreciate because a lot of the people, just to give you a rundown, um, eight people are connected and there's times where people can like put their own soul in your body so you can switch places. Uh. So one person like is a really good fighter and one yeah. person's in trouble and they're like help me and she's like bet go ahead I got this and they switch and she yeah. lays down the hammer, <laughs> uh, and the, the sex scenes is it turns into you can feel someone else having sex yeah. and not all of them share the same uh, the same sexuality. So yeah. there's one woman who's very religious and she gets thrown into this other person's body and it's another woman and she's like, oh, oh, we're doing this now? Okay, and then after a while everyone's like, oh, oh, sex is sex. Okay, cool. We're all feeling this together. This is what it feels like. I understand for my person, this is the person that I love, but I get it. And Mm -hmm. I really much enjoyed that because it's really all it is. Yeah. Um,
3: I don't think we can end this podcast without mentioning Steven Universe. Yes! Yes. Thank y'all, thank y'all. I
2: mean, but also, Oh yes, yes, yeah. yeah I exactly. mean, this is just—that's um, oh, that. just
3: an example of many. Because we're thankfully going mm-hmm. to hopefully a new era where yeah. the acceptance and you know representation is done better and more openly, mm-hmm. and the studios are not, you know, yeah. sketchy about yeah. it. Yeah,
0: the more you see characters like this in the media that you consume regularly, the um, more you uh, you normalize, you understand because. For a lot of people, maybe they haven't met another queer person or a queer person, period, but mm-hmm. they watch Adventure Time and they see these characters like, oh, this is a, like just how people live their lives, and uh, I'm really glad you brought that up, because I am just uh, so excited to see shows like this, like Adventure Time, Steven Universe, like even She-Ra come out that mm-hmm. are for like younger audiences, but older people do enjoy them as well. Um, And, like, I would have killed to have shows like this Mm -hmm. when I was growing up. Because even if you go back to some shows in, like, the 2000s, they are very homophobic, so problematic in so many ways. I can't watch
1: so many movies (laughs) because... That's yeah, funny. I mean, Be like, I love this movie, and I will watch it, and I'm like, why? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I actively <laughs> like, like Ace Ventura. You. I like literally cannot. Oh. No, honestly,
0: um, old episodes of Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw, oh all, all get out. All of them. All get out. And
1: also, well, real quick, because I saw us in the chat. Um, Korra and Asami are made for each other and Asami could not do better. She did her best and they're yeah. both doing their best together. So don't you ever put down Cora again because I will come and find you. Yeah, Thank we feel you. quite
0: strongly about Cora Asami. That makes sense. Mako
1: didn't deserve any of them. If you want to really put it out there, maybe Bolin, no. maybe Bolin, oh, but Bolin. not even. Yeah, because Bolin was, is the man. <laughs> like I love Bolin, Bolin. Bolin is a sweet himbo. Yes, he mm. is a very sweet himbo. Oh, and Korra him. and Asami yeah. with their smarts, they go bra- um, brains and brawn. Yes, Yes. no Cora hate. Thank you. Yeah, we will. Bo- yeah, yeah shout out to
0: Bolin, him in that cute little outfit what when was, he was in the movies. Oh. Nuptuck
1: got everything. Yeah, He got a little big and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> little candy for the girls, okay, I love and the it. gals and the gays. <laughs> That's it. All of that to say
0: <laughs> that um, Bolin is adorable, but and we Opal. are here for Korosami mm. and we are here for all of the continuing representation that we're seeing mm. in media. And um, uh, as much as I can get irritated and critique some uh, things that come out uh, that's oh my gosh I'm sorry that is normal to um, see something and be able to critique it that's part of the world we live in Mm -hmm. Um, but I am excited to just see so much of this growth in these amazing
1: characters. yeah. And Kiyoshi books, like really? Oh, when they read Kiyoshi, them, baby. If you guys haven't read it, that's a very good book, especially for mm-hmm. the community. And if Avatar Studios does
0: not give me a Kiyoshi TV show or movie of some kind,
1: I will lose my mind. I okay? just want to see Rengi and her have their first fight. And I yeah. because they're just very headstrong people, I think it'd be the funniest thing.
2: Also, oh. Kiyoshi lived for like 200 years. Exactly. So there I is so, so much, much content there with kiyoshi and kiyoshi is just one scene like you can do yeah. so much avatar studios while y'all are digging through the bin of stuff okay. we already seen you could be going hard oh. on send this to, to avatar shit.
0: studios we need kiyoshi we need oh, yes. all of the storylines and we need it to be
1: gay oh. i want the next earth <laughs> because earth is the, on the next cycle of avatars right after water after cuz it, it yes, yes water Did the yes. core end the cycle now? Um, no no she've restarted it oh, cuz yes, it, she it did, restarts yeah. every few years cuz of the battles of the battles I know. I know. um i just need the next earthbender here's the thing I need him to go into the spirit role, connect that ish together. And I need Kiyoshi to come down from the heavens and just be like, you are gay, my child. Okay. And you're like, what? And she's like, this was my life. And then just showcase everything she did with Reiki. Yeah. But it was really good. I enjoyed that character. They didn't make it her true identity. It was really just much of her blossoming yeah. young love. And that I really I was really happy to read those books.
0: Um, should we should we leave with like a very uh um, Avatar-focused question, but yes. are all
1: avatars
2: pansexual? A they have to be.
1: Because it's, it's like Sense eight, because like, you have all the past memories, so you just have to be like sexuality is sexuality. are they all? But then one of mm-hmm. them was a hoe, but he just knew he liked women a bit more. He was like, yeah, it's okay. I'm digging it. But that was like the third waterbender is when he died. Right? Live your truth. But I think there has to be a sprinkle of it. They're not the yeah. norm. And they don't yeah. have to be. But also... Is it the norm or, because especially we're talking from a very Western perspective. Like for for Korea example, it is very normal to have grown men holding hands. Um, It's very normal to have, as a a guy, especially in school, sitting on your friend's lap who is also a guy, and there's no sexuality with that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thinking, especially because they pull from a lot of more Eastern cultures, is it just them being human?
0: I don't know. Being don't the know. full
1: scope of being human, because I feel like we in the Western I don't try know, to that re- make book is gay. It's very, so. but they try to make it such a rigid thing to make um, being heterosexual look the only thing. When really yeah. around the world, people realize um, we're not yeah. the same, and we're a bunch of animals, and animals don't always identify There's with nuance. that as well. There's, There's always much nuance. more
0: nuance than we give ourselves, and that we or. give characters and other people in this world. So I think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has the opportunity to explore their sexuality and whatever makes them um, happy and fulfilled. And if that is um, more strictly heterosexual, like good on you. Um, no. If that is not, live your truth. <laughs> yes. Um. And I that I think they're all pansexual because you got those past lives, baby um and maybe we'll see more pansexual avatars in the future more yeah, uh queer demisexual. superheroes uh yeah. i'm excited for it yeah, mm-hmm. huh. yeah. Gay. <laughs> gay. um
3: <laughs> oh, do we want to play this game
1: i, I mean <laughs>
3: we talked <had> about a lot <laughs> of characters
1: we did um, is it gay or not is that the game
0: Yeah, I don't have any sort of like official thing. This is sort of just, um, (laughs) is this character gay in my brain? Um, So we've already kind of gone over some of them. But uh, MCU, Bucky Barnes, gay or straight? Or queer or
1: straight? No, hard ally. Hard ally, okay. solid ally. Okay. Honestly,
3: Bucky strikes me as somebody so deeply depressed and fucked up that he might just be asexual and not interested in this type of shit at all.
1: So yes, in the community, yeah, yeah. I agree very yeah. much. Yes. He would be the one. I feel like he would have. Se- I feel like he would have sex, but it's just not his end goal Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting Bucky to be married Mm -hmm.
2: yeah Bucky and Sam's sister Sarah were sharing some smiles that were saying a little bit more than like a plutonic type of smile it was like hey Maybe we can go yes. get a coffee later. Okay. Or maybe they're Honestly, having friendships. I would like
1: that. Because why don't we have more um, cross gender friendships? Because apparently the most annoying thing is you can't be friends with a lot of men so because they're all secretly trying yep. to fuck you. And mm-hmm. I was just hoping that in this world we can just have like good friendships just with pals. a man who does not <laughs> right? Yeah. Who does not have to identify within the community for me to be safe yeah. with. Okay. Or feel Next safe with.
0: one. Um was sticking with the MCU. <laughs> um in our own imaginary world, the everyone's favorite synthesoid Vision. Straight I love or oh, clear? Oh, Pan.
1: Pan. Yeah, pan. Pan. Knows he wants Wanda. Pan, 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 Pan.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, he's computing all the possibilities. All
3: the time. That is true. It makes mm-hmm. sense. And that those possibilities lead to a nexus being that is Wanda Maximoff. But I absolutely love Vision. Mm-hmm. I would marry him. Right? Vision has by wife energy, for
1: sure. Oh, he is the by wife no, I don't
0: think Wanda is. Yeah, <laughs> is yeah, yeah. maybe Wanda's the one with bi-wife energy. Oh,
1: yeah, I do think so. Because she has, like, enough crazy in her, which I support. But he's mm-hmm. like, but babe, I still love you. But what the fuck are you doing? Yeah,
2: 1,000%.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, let me think of, like, one more. One more that I... Naruto
1: think. and Sasuke, is it a thing? Because I fully believe yeah. that, ha- like, for the amount of fuckery that Naruto deals with and that, that Sasuke does... <laughs> I fully believe there like, it's Sasunaru. Mm-hmm. I'm full Sasunaru. I, I don't know
3: anything about it, but what I ship is uh, Baku-chan. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Deku- Deku-chan.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I would also like
0: to, uh, to mention for those in the comments, this is uh, just a game. This, none yeah. of these are this canonically seriously? at all. This is just our um, <laughs> <tell> very, <laughs> very unbiased interpretation of the character.
1: No, bias. Satsunaro hashtag for the win.
0: Wow. Yeah. Any more that we can think mm-hmm. of? I can't think of any more
1: right now. I'm, my brain is totally uh, fried. Oh, Orochimaru is a, like, here's the thing. Because I love a good, we need more alphabet mafia villains. And I feel yeah. like he was the first one that I saw. That I was like, oh, oh, Orochimaru don't give a fuck. Orochimaru is the first booty warrior I oh. saw on TV.
0: Okay. One more, <laughs> one more that um, that is threefold. Um, all of the Powerpuff girls. Buttercup, Bubbles. All of them. What's the other one? Blossom.
2: Awesome. Blossom. Their, Lossom, their yeah.
1: drag mother is, is him. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's cool. That is I fully yeah. believe that. They fought him, and they were like, oh, yeah. heard. Buttercup's definitely, at least, I think she's the Buttercup's baby Buttercup's dom top. But turns yeah. into a very femme dom.
0: Oh, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Comes off as like a total top and ends up being like a total bottom.
1: Yeah. Oh, but Bubbles will forever be yo soy baby. Like, I am the only baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> baby all the way. I think Blossom's the bi queen who ends up dating a guy because it's just easier. There's just a lot of them, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I fell into that trap myself. <laughs> it's a fun, it's yeah. a fun trap. All right, folks. <laughs> this was fun. I really just wanted to come and talk about Khorasami, and I think we've really accomplished that. Mm-hmm. Um, Justice for Khorasami. Yeah, I gave you a little bit of history that was, like, very loose. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, what is
3: next? What's our next Um. Now? Okay, so next we are going to be talking about Pets and how pets saved us during quarantine. Uh, Thank the Lord. Oh,
1: you want to talk about pets? My dog is so gay. Like Azula is (laughs) a fucking top. She only humps larger male dogs that's it
0: fascinating
1: I love that yeah, she plays with the girls that's fun which like I'm like oh my god my, my dog's dog is top. asexual <laughs> are. Sexual.
0: she
3: absolutely well. is if you want to know more next week find <laughs> out her pet sexualities <laughs> well,
0: let's do
1: can we please do a quiz this yeah. time on the norm. is your dog a gay I'll
3: come with a power plant
1: these are reasons why
3: Um, (laughs) yeah so we will talk about pets Uh, it's going to be a very wholesome podcast we'll also talk about um, some weird shit like pets of Instagram so um, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah it's going to be fun Yay! thanks for coming and chatting with us and having a good time I really enjoyed it I hope you guys did too it was it, yeah. nice hearing like what you guys took from it because really I never thought there was no other way that people would did not see Khorasami I was like that no, it was interesting so it's nice to hear that and with all that representation I'm gonna go research the Hayes Code very um, deeply be
0: depressed oh, no. so, yeah. Yeah. It's it's never girls club <laughs> the voice of hey, God bye. has told us bye. bye get ready cause it's about time for you to speak your mind
1: secret
0: secret. Girls Club super, super,
2: super Girls Club Super Secret Girls Club